0: What's up my little mistakers and new listeners, you're
1: tuned in to the Humor in Mistakes podcast where each week we have a guest come in and talk about past mistakes. I'm Donovan McNeil and I'm Andrew Gleason and we find mistakes hilarious but human. We think we can learn a thing or two. So join us on our
0: journey as two upcoming comedians who make mistakes.
1: Take a listen, have a laugh. go make a mistake
0: little mistakers i hope you're out there making mistakes except for going out i know a lot of places are reopening but just be careful but go out and make some mistakes Uh, i want to update y'all about some of our good news andrew and i started a youtube channel about two months ago and we did not know it would be this successful We started reacting to Game of Thrones videos. And in the past two months, we've accumulated over 21,000 views. And we're halfway to the point of being monetized on YouTube. And I say that to say this, when we first started, he and I were talking about preparing to do this for three years. We had a meeting about three years before we would see a dime from it. We were being negative, but even though we were being negative, we got started whatever you want to do just get started we're probably going to see some money from youtube before the end of the year if we keep on the right track so what i am saying is whatever you want to do just get started i'm very bad at editing videos but i am getting better so just get started no excuses. Just be warned that if you start a YouTube channel, people in the comments can be mean. I've been called an idiot, a dummy, and Andrew and I have a bet on how long it's going to be before someone calls me an n-word in the comments. Uh, I'm saying before we get to a thousand subscribers, Andrew's optimistic. He thinks it's gonna take 2,000 subscribers before I finally get called the N-word, but it's coming. We've been called a lot of names already. Our guest for this week is the owner of Find-A-Way Fitness, Kevin Gidry. As the owner of Find-A-Way Fitness, Kev believes you can either find an excuse or find a way. Kev is a living embodiment of find a way. To make it to the NFL he had to find a way when he was cut from the washington redskins and faced depression he had to find a way when his wife was diagnosed with cancer he had to find a way when he wanted to start a new career working as a gym instructor he had to find a way when he built the gym he was working at to the number one gym in the country and made it extremely valuable so valuable that the owner sold it for over six figures fired him and he did not get a penny he had to find a way and when he decided to start his own gym he had to find a way kev always finds a way so little mistakers I want you to learn how to find a way to enjoy this episode. What's up, my little mistakers? Welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast. I'm here with Kevin Guidry. What up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Happy Monday, by the way.
2: Monday. You know what? I love Mondays. One of my rules at my gym is never miss a Monday.
0: I have that. Like, I have I have quotes by you. <laughs> uh, it seems like you're a quote guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, you own a gym. Let's just, uh, just, just so how the, the people know that you own a gym. Yeah. Uh, find a way fitness. Yeah. Uh, And one of your quotes is, never miss a Monday. What does that mean? I mean, it's self-explanatory, but...
2: Yeah, so, I mean, one of my uh, most attended classes or days in the week is Monday. That's how you set the tone. Every Monday, you get 52 of them a year. I guess this year, you get 53 because of the leap year. Yeah. uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, Monday is just like how we set the tone for the yep. week. You know, a lot of people come out in Monday on a slow start, depending on what their job setup is and how they're going throughout their um, weekly ordeal. But if you can just get your mind right, uh, which is one of my other quotes, just to set the tone for the day, for the week and just get after it. So it's
0: like a it's a good resetter. Like it's like no matter what you do, just go in there no matter how your week was last week yeah. and reset. Yeah, I, I like that, man. I, I really do. Uh, I always try to not, I try not to miss a first and I try not to miss a Monday. There it is. Uh, I didn't even know that I was living your like quote. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was stalking you or something before (laughs) you even knew. Um, But yeah, there are no excuses for not getting up on Monday. Yeah, man. You gotta be I guess
2: one of the things for me, man, um, and I literally, every day day I wake up, I say I'm thankful and I'm
0: grateful. And then I start my day,
2: regardless of what happens that day. Because um, I get another chance. Yeah. <laughs> as simple as that.
0: Does that also equate to like, uh, someone once told me, and now I do this, is you're, the beginning of your workout and the end of your workout should be like the strongest yeah. part. Yeah. Um, do you believe that? And and the reason being, like, it registered to me. is like, all right, I'll start out really good. And then I'll like try to ma- at least maintain the yeah. middle. And then I'm like, all right, only two minutes left. Go out. Yeah. Go
2: Hey, I mean, you probably heard the cliche, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, Yeah, right? Just like in business, in the year, the first quarter, is not how you start, it's how you finish the fourth quarter. Yeah. Football, first quarter, you know what I'm saying? Basketball, it's all the same. And being a sports guy, I always relate everything to sports. Um, told you, I played for East Carolina, play, yeah. actually play for the Washington Redskins, short stint with them. Um, but it's literally, I do 45-minute workout, so that first five minutes to warm up, we got the workout, and then you got some kind of
0: finisher coming, so where you want to just go balls to the wall. By the way, uh, I, I love your NFL photos, but your photos now you just look like a happier guy. <laughs> like, like you, you like you were ready to tear someone's head off in those photos. Is right. that part of the grind of making it to the NFL? You just gotta look angry, yeah, man.
2: You know what it is? Is uh, there's times when you're not on the field and you're in there in the locker room with the boys and you can kind of let go a little bit, but when you're on the field, it's kind of like you want to have that. All right, that, that 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 vibe of that this guys, this guys tough. This guy's going to bring it. Um don't mess with this guy, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? And uh it kind of goes with the same as like you never want to slouch down to get a fresh uh, fresh breath of air um, cuz the opponent thinks that's like we got him. So it's kind of like always trying to stand tall, I didn't know shoulders. that. Yeah. No one, man. Okay. That's one thing, yo, most of the time, like, if you watch NFL game, you'll never see guys bend over and crouch because that means we got them. Unless it's
0: a timeout or something like that. They're taking a knee. It's like a mental thing. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you hit someone and they get up slowly. Oh, yeah. It hurt. That one hurt. Yeah. We know that one hurt. Let's get them
2: one more time. See them get out of the game. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) So were you always athletic as a kid? I guess you have to be to... Man. Yeah, man,
2: it kinda came naturally. My uh just looking back and seeing all my uncles being over six two, six three, six four, all the way to six oh,
0: five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I have uh my mom, uh, her side of the family, she had four boys, uh, my grandmother, and then my dad's side of the family, he had she had five boys. So it was always sports growing up since the sixth grade, all the way up until I left the NFL. Um, I literally play basketball, baseball, football, and I just, I'm a fast learner, so it just came to me, and football is one of the ones I stuck
0: with. Is that a gift or a curse? Uh, because one of the things you touch on, oh, by the way, listeners, you probably don't hear Andrew. Uh, this has all been a miscommunication. He went to the wrong location, so Andrew is going to jump in somewhere halfway between this. I don't know when he's going to get here, uh, but he went to Chapel Hill, which is about a 45-minute drive and. Uh, so oh, he, I don't man. know when he's going to get here, but he'll just jump in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mistakes I, happen. Yeah,
2: and that's why this podcast is called "Yeah, exactly. Mistakes."
0: Um, so is that a gift and a curse? Because one of the things you touch on is that you even emailed this is that you felt that you didn't give your all to the NFL at yeah. first. Is that a gift and a curse? Things coming easy. I, I think for me, looking back, um, I think I made it
2: off of athleticism, um, but I think I could have pushed it a little bit more. You know how you, you feel like, oh, I could have did a little better than that. Exactly. Or, um, you could have put a better foot forward. For me, I was training in Greenville, right? I just I went to college in Greenville for four years. If you know anything about East Carolina, you know how that goes. <laughs> uh, but then my, my now wife, who was my girlfriend, she lived in Raleigh. So, I mean, in between – training for the NFL getting ready for the NFL I would go see her you know dip off and hang out with her for a little bit and then come back to Greenville which is a 45 hour minute drive um and I and then this is a story I I don't know if I told anybody this story but the person that was training us he was in communication with our agent and sending him pictures of the East Carolina um, workout weight room but taking us to the YMCA so we kind of <laughs> got, like, the short end of the stick. I'm like, something ain't right. We were in there eating fried chicken and salad. So it was like he, he, he kind of worked the system against us. But then once everybody found out, they flew us out to Cincinnati to train, like, for real. And uh, along with that, that year was the lockout year. I don't know if you know, but the, the players went on strike. So so many things against the, uh, people coming out in 2010, 2011. Um, but my whole motto is find a way, and I found a way.
0: Exactly, like there, you like there are no excuses, uh, and you say that often. Like even yesterday, uh, the place where we record, we get to record there uh, for a lot cheaper than most people. But it's with the understanding that if something comes up, we get pushed out. Yeah. And so we had like four episodes scheduled, and this is the first time it happened where they was like, "Look, somebody came through, and it's like we're cancel. We have to cancel your whole thing." And I was like, "Oh well, like <laughs> it just you have to learn to yeah. brush things like that yeah. off." Um so how do you get how did you get into that mindset of just continuing forward? And post football? Yeah, post football, post in life in general cuz it's your motto for. Yeah, find a way is literally
2: my motto for everything, man.
0: And uh so post football
2: uh I fell into depression. Um so that was my that was an episode where I had to find a way through the mental battle. Uh, I didn't really know uh, I lost my identity. You know, I played football from the sixth grade all the right, way until I was 22 in the NFL. And uh, you got this whole athletic job type feel. Yeah. People are looking up to you. And uh, my phone went to ringing every single day leading up to getting picked up by the Washington Redskins till my phone stopped ringing. So it was like, uh, uh, OK, what do I do next? Right. And then I, I went home back to Virginia Beach, um, hanging out with friends, got back into that whole vibe, started drinking more. Really kind of fell off, to be honest with you. Ended up getting a DUI. Um, and it got ugly, man. And then my wife, who my wife now, she kind of saved me out of the rut because uh, she was in in Raleigh. Um, so I moved away from home, came to Raleigh, um, married my now wife. And then even though, right, found a way through depression, got out of that, then we get married in Dominican Republic. About two weeks later, we find out we're having a baby boy. Two months, excuse me, two months later, we find out we're having a baby boy. Um, and then two weeks later, we found out she had cancer. So it's like, okay, now we got to find a way again. Um, so this thing really like life taught me, like it was, this is all life experience. And now i share that with my members, um, which now find a way fitness, how to find a way to open up a gym after my previous, uh, gym was a franchise. They sold the gym behind my back, essentially what they did after I grew it to the number two franchise in the nation. Um, so literally went jobless for six months, found a way to open my gym. And now we're one of the fastest growing gyms in Raleigh, North Raleigh.
0: So one of the things I want to touch on, because I saw that, right? Like, I, I, I searched you, right? Is that you did make a difference at the old gym that you were at, right? They even started a uh, a petition <laughs> to, like saying, like, how good you were. Yeah, it was like, crazy. So um, and we can touch on this a little bit. Uh, it says things like, Kevin's dedication to his members is unparalleled and his ability to lead by example is infectious. And so from the place that you were at, Uh, in depression to have gotten to the point where people are willing to like write this and come to your back. How does that feel? Man, um, having the community
2: like come together. I mean, literally the community came together from having this whole gym from the commercial real estate guy. It's either a member at my gym or their spouse that helped me get this, make this happen. Um, and literally it's like a huge web and they heard what happened and how it happened, and uh, they just, they just, we, we literally found a way. One of my models is built by the community for the community because they came behind and built this thing. I'm just the one that's training, um, and just to have the, all the way down to the outlets on the wall. I mean, the paint, getting discounts on the paint, like literally everybody had their own, the signs that we have in our gym. Um, this whole thing is community driven, and you don't realize how many seeds you plant. Until you're looking for that harvest season, and man, it, it came, it came fast. Okay.
0: Now, and I have to be aggressive with you a little bit. I uh, saw your calves, and I'm a person that <laughs> hates on people with good calves. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what Instagram video it was, but I saw him. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now these are hereditary. Okay. Know, yeah. I mean, I work out all the time, uh, but I have the upper advantage with the DNA okay okay I, I and I can I can handle that uh one thing that you did that I, I respected and I liked is you got back from vacation I don't know where I think you went to Jamaica yeah and then you took a uh a film with your shirt off like hey I had a good time yeah now it's time to put back in that work yeah uh and you were and one of the things you were alluding to is that like I'm a trainer but I can get out of shape I can uh look like normal and then yeah. you just have to put in the work um so tell me, like, tell me about that process of just being authentic, like yeah. not trying to be, I don't know, this unattainable, you're not human, you never eat bad. Yeah. Uh, I like to keep it like 100% transparent.
2: My members will tell you, I'd rather give you the brutal truth versus a comforting lie. Um, so so for me, it's just being vulnerable. It's being vulnerable, man. It's just just uh, meeting people on a human level. I think that's where I get. And I wouldn't say ahead of most trainers, but I just I just keep it real, man. And people can can sort through the BS. Um, and I just want to make sure if anybody comes in contact with me, I gave them the best opportunity and the best forty-five minute experience. If not, what if they stop working out, right? What if uh, they just go go in left lane instead of the right lane in regards to health and fitness? And uh, just going and remember what my wife had to go through in regards to health and fitness, man um there's a lot of people battling on a lot of things that they don't tell nobody about so when they come in here this is their time to get away we got child care so they can put their child in child care and they just get 45 minutes to themselves and ultimately um you i mean you just slowly but surely start changing your body and you just feel good and it feels good to feel good yeah
0: and i think authenticity is key right because for a trainer to tell you hey you're about to go on vacation to jamaica only eat uh, yeah, only, know, eat, right? yeah, only yeah. eat salads. Yeah, and... I had so much jerk chicken. It was ridiculous. That <laughs> like, was ridiculous. That was and and it really sat with me. I was like, okay, that that's real life advice. Like, okay. yeah. Um. So yeah, I appreciated that. So your childhood, you're having a good time. You're. Do you know that you're going to go towards the NFL? Like, at what point do you realize that you have a gift? Yeah. Um.
2: So f- for me. Uh, and I gotta make sure my wife always tell, tells me make sure you, you're uh you you humble yourself. Um, But I'm very humble, man, and I gotta sometimes you gotta you gotta just be real. And I think um it's not arrogance, it's just confidence, man. Yeah. Like anytime I step on a court, basketball court, baseball field, soccer field, you can put me, you can put a checkerboard right now, right here. We can play chess. I don't care what it is, cornhole. Yeah. We can play whatever, and I want to win. A hundred times, at a hundred times, like my, I know my son growing up, he's never gonna get the win versus me. But when he finally does, man, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? That's when, it, that's when it I goes, like that. that's when it goes down. You're gonna but earn this way yeah. He has to earn it, and that's what I learned in life. I gotta earn, man. Ain't nobody handing us nothing out here. I don't care who you are. You gotta fight for what you want. And you gotta find a way. um And, and it's like it's, it's weird, but man, I can learn anything. Like teach me how to paint I'll start painting and give me I always say give me 30 minutes 30 days or 30 weeks and I'll figure it out Okay. I don't
0: care what it is were you always this way or is this something that you had to learn like you even say like uh, you said your wife had to tell you to like tone down like your arrogance and just have yeah, confidence yeah. like were you I know like with athletes sometimes when they're younger they tend to sometimes have arrogance oh yeah it, for sure uh, is that something you had to learn to to get away from arrogance and just turn into confidence
2: you know what uh i i think they play hand in hand okay like and, and rest in peace to Kobe but he had a sense of arrogance yeah and he's the number one fierce competitor in, in the world arguably and i bring that same mindset like uh i i, I love you after the game yeah right i love you after yeah. i finish training you right so it's like uh it's like um you wanna I, I i rather and this is where I, this is where it all sums up right here. I hate losing more than I love winning.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And I think the dichotomy between Jordan and Kobe, uh, I don't think Jordan was as I don't think Jordan made it aware of how much work he put in. Yeah. Whereas Kobe was very transparent yeah. about like I'll, I go to the gym in the mornings, yeah, yeah. I'm putting in more work than you, and yeah, that's why I I'm, have that confidence. Advantage. Um so I, I think I think we need more people who are just um, more transparent about all the work they take yeah. to put yeah. into this.
2: Yeah. And, and that's real. Cause you know why uh, in this day and age, you can go on social media and compare your life to 15 other people. And you're just like, damn, I'm just a loser. Right. right. But what I realized after doing so much personal development and just watching these successful people and the reason why I wake up at three AM in the morning, every morning, except on Sunday, um, it's because I, I, I've studied successful people and, And and what comes to find out, man, is that everybody has a story like everybody had to start, whether they're homeless, broke, uh, sick, uh, lost a leg. I don't know what it is, but everybody has a story. And I just touched upon mine in in a couple sentences previously. But they all literally, literally every single I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, Eric Thomas, um, and everybody has that find a way moment. Exactly. Everybody has a find-a-way moment. So in life, there's going to be times where you can find a way or you can find an excuse. And most people find excuses, to be honest with you. They do. If not, everybody be a pressure on.
0: Exactly. And uh, and it's tough because you just, you start to follow the self-development. And then you start to find that core truth, like you said, is that they just find a way. Like, <laughs> Sometimes when somebody's coming to you for advice, it's like... I don't know what to tell you. You just got to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, it's real.
2: Like I get trainers and like other um people asking me like how did I like go through the process of I'm over 300 members in the first 2 months of opening my gym. And I'm and I wish I had an easy quick answer like do this, do this, boom boom boom, you're done. But it's not. I went without a job for 6 months. And like literally 6 months. I remember because July 4th was the day after I got fired, right? And I was like I told my wife, something about this, it, it seems good. I just got fired, but something about this seems good. I remember going to the gas station getting a beer, and like we just chilled for the rest of the day, hung out, had a good time. My son was at daycare, so we had like two more, <laughs> yeah. hours, two more hours to hang out. And then, man, like it's been a heck of a process. So for somebody to ask me, Kevin, how do you do, uh, how do you grow this gym, or how do I do that, I would say start personal training one-on-one. Okay, don't try to go straight into group fitness. Maybe you can teach five people, right? But if you came up by probably about 30 minutes sooner, you would have seen 40, 50, 60 people, and it's just me, right? And uh, people have a hard time of like public speaking or being having anxiety, uh, social anxiety, or just being on having high energy in front of a lot of people and your whole class clicking. Group fitness is a different monster than one on one. Uh, and I just, like I said, I learned stuff fast, man. And I literally, I literally love this stuff. So now it's just come second nature.
0: And, and, and I think people don't realize you have to just start small and yeah. work your way up. Yeah. And the time you do something and it doesn't feel like a job, stick to it, <sighs> man, just stick to that,
2: man. I'm 32 now. And I wish I was, I wish, I wish I I. I, I knew like Cause I know a Somebody's gonna see this, and I'm 32 now. And when I was 24, 25, I felt like I need to have it figured out, right? And that's what six, five, six, seven years ago. Um, but literally, once you find something that you love, you treat that thing like it's your baby. Because there's so many people waking up going to work that they don't, they hate, absolutely hate waking up, driving in traffic, going to lunch when somebody tells you to go on lunch, going to the meetings that you don't feel like doing. Man, that. I literally, man, it feels amazing to be able to wake up, come here, do whatever I want, hired my wife, right? My wife is working at the front desk. She's amazing. I hired people within the community. So this thing is like I literally have to just stop and like, yo, this is really mine. Like, I'm not working for nobody. And it feels weird, but I think everybody has a gift that they can give back and they can literally be
0: something they love it's and you're right it feels weird because i remember the first time somebody handed me some money for a comedy show and i was like what (laughs) 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 i would have done this for For free free. (laughs) yeah i just had so much fun like it was and it was like after a high energy show yeah i did like 15 minutes and the crowd was loving it and then they were like hey we made more money because they didn't tell us they were going to pay us oh okay and they just handed me some money i was like yeah, I didn't understand deep. it. That's deep. I, and, and I just leaned into that. Um, so you're, you're, you have your gym. Um, it looked like that you started out doing workouts outside. Yeah. To, was that to like build funding for the gym or? Well, that
2: was more so to keep the momentum I had throughout the year going with people I've been training for going on three years now. Um, and I just literally found a way to go to a park, it was free. Right. Um, Set up. We did all body weight workout, get a speaker and you find a way to get a workout. Right. Um, And I I know a lot of my members, uh, they always tell me, man, just find a way thing. It's it's so monotonous, but it's so real. And they say it's sort of like my diet. Eighty percent find a way, twenty percent. <laughs> it looks like that's Andrew that.
0: Gleason is here, that's up, man. How's it going? Yeah, man, we're rolling. I we're got rolling. You already set up. You can hear you go. He's <laughs> gonna have to hold your mic. Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta turn you up. All right, talk. Yeah. All right, man, there man, we go. Doing. Yeah, man, he uh, made it. Yeah, we were just talking about. You remember how I told you that uh, he his gym cut him out. Yes, and then he started his own thing. Yes. So we were just talking about how, in between that, you uh, were working out outside at parks. Yeah. Uh, so you were trying to keep the momentum going. Um, were you lo- currently looking for a spot?
2: Yeah, I was literally. Uh, I found a location, but I mean, with finding commercial real estate, it's a, it's a it's a long drag of talk to the attorney, landlord, landlord talk to the, everybody's getting involved. So what I did was I, I literally trained at a park. Then I transitioned to the Capital Sportsplex. It was like a little rec center. running um, rented out space there and then transitioned December 16th, about two months ago, into this spot. And uh, I just always remembered, as long as you got a good service or a good product, it doesn't matter where you're at. They're going to come find you. So
0: That is like the pure definition of find a way. Seriously. Uh, how long after you were cut out um, did you start? going like working out outside
2: um so what july 3rd i remember i told you july 4th was the next day after i got fired um independence
0: day Uh, oh yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah, it was it was, it, it was crazy man but uh so i'd say mid to late august got right back into it man i trained around different other gyms just to get a feel for how they're running their businesses um sort of like a secret shopper um but I told they knew who I was because they a lot of people know me throughout the neighborhood and the community alone. Um, but I learned everything that I didn't like at the current gym I did, and everything they were doing, and I literally reverse engineered it and made something that nobody else has here in this area. So, it's been a blessing, man.
0: That's what's up. Uh, I like that because, like, I was like, as I was going through your story, it was like, okay, this man did not stop through the transition. Yeah.
1: Were you at playgrounds and stuff? Yeah, yeah. like a park. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> like, there's nothing more. I'm a very petite man. I don't like going to the gym with all the huge guys. So I work out at playgrounds because nothing makes you feel strong like working out around children. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Andrew Gleason not. is here. <laughs> I'm happy to make it. That's <laughs> he awesome, is huh?
0: here. Oh, man. Um, So that was one of the things when I asked you for your bio and what your mistake was. You said your mistake was uh, putting so much effort. And you said you grew it into the second. Yeah,
2: second franchise out of 217. In the nation. uh, Yeah, in the nation. And um, it was wild. And I think that's one of my huge mistakes uh, is when you're growing a business, not having any equity at all. Or not negotiating your second or third contract into having equity, and you don't realize because you're you're putting so much into the community, you're just trying to help as many people as you can. But those contracts matter, right? And because uh, you were
0: making people rich. Basically. Oh my God! I was. <laughs> oh my
2: God. Uh, but when she sells it for that much and she doesn't give me like a protein shake or nothing like I'm like okay, that's cool and you then I um, get a protein I can't shake? Even get a protein shake <laughs> <laughs> and it was I mean it was six figures above five so I'm like man help a brother out but you know what I had to go through that process and it, looking back it makes sense to a why I'm owning my own gym now.
0: Yeah, because it's like so much evidence to why you gotta Man, own your own
2: You gotta own your own. It's you heard what Nipsy. Six
0: digits worth of evidence. Yeah. And uh so that would definitely never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> uh one thing we like to do is dive into the emotion of um of when somebody is going through something. Like really talk about it. So how did it feel once you realized that was happening? Like It it, it was because it was
2: like a It was like a gut punch, but then they came for the hook, and I ducked, right? (laughs) And I was like, okay, so I'm still in the game. I can still fight. And uh, I've been through so much. Like I told you, depression, right? Uh, We fought nine rounds of chemo while my son was in her stomach with my wife. I'm like, okay, we fought through that. This is just a job. Like, we still got a chance to fight. And um, I don't know, man. Something came over me, and some people say the spirit. Some people say the vibe, whatever it is. But it was like, it's gonna be okay. And I looked at my wife and I told you like, yo, something feels off about this one. Cause I've quit corporate America, saved up money and just quit. My wife was like, what just happened? Um, And it was on Halloween. I'll never forget, I dressed up as an entrepreneur. (laughs) And and they, cause they were trying to do like a, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, F- Adam's family. Yeah, they're trying to do like Adam's family thing for Halloween. I was like, man, I ain't doing all that. Um, and I just dressed up as an entrepreneur, wore a nice little tie. I said, Yo, I'll see y'all later. And um, <laughs> it, it was crazy. But um, I literally, man, found a way through that. And it's just like going through all these, all these curveballs life throws at us. Um, I had to kind of develop my own blueprint in order to keep fighting and fighting and fighting. And seeing my wife, the fighter she is, it's like, damn, man, I got a soldier on my, back. I got a soldier right next to me, ready to fight, go to war with me. So, um, it's it's too easy to quit.
0: Okay, so I guess uh, I guess my timeline was off, like just stalking you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the burn boot camp thing happened after the cancer, which was after the NFL. Yeah, so
2: literally, uh went to the Redskins, got cut, depression, right? Found, uh, found a great job. Got my, my married my wife. She had cancer with our first son. Boom. Then boom. I found even like a better job, right? Making even more money and, uh, serving the community at a high level, changing lives, literally, um, to getting fired. Okay. Right. So it's like, You're doing everything right, right? You went to the NFL, hit your dream. You married the right girl, did the right things, got cancer. You built the biggest gym in the nation. Uh, I was right after headquarters, so technically I was number one if you want to be real. Um, But then you get, they sell the gym behind your back and you're fired within a week. So it's like, damn. I mean, what I am mean, what I was supposed to do? What you want me to do? No, I'm joking. Um, but then I I found a way. Then those are three brutal. Not I wouldn't say brutal. Those are three pivotal moments in my life where it just that whole find a way came about, man.
0: Okay. So let's reverse because we didn't really touch on the NFL. Then we'll we'll just go in order a little bit. Yeah. Since we've already taken care of uh, the camp. I'm not camp, but I don't want to say it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the place where you worked. Yeah, my,
2: uh, I always say my. Pre- previous place of employment. Your previous
0: place of employment. We'll, <laughs> we'll cut out the first part that I said. Um, what were you about to say, something?
1: I just, I wish I was, I had that grace. <laughs> Every place I ever got fired, I can go, <laughs> 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 <I> go down. <laughs>
0: um Okay, so let's go back to, you're achieving your dream. Like, you get into the NFL. How, yeah. How did that happen? Like, did you get drafted? Or did Un- you
2: yeah, undrafted, free agent. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um How was that, like, once you were there?
2: Man, it was like, uh, I mean, I played football since the sixth grade. I'll never forget what the Larkspur Lions back in Virginia Beach, where I'm from. And uh, all the way up until... Larkspur? Larkspur. Okay, yeah, Larkspur. Larkspur. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, but just playing from the sixth grade all the way through this, my redshirt senior year at the University of South Florida, because I played for East Carolina, I transferred down to the University of South Florida. Then I got picked up by the Redskins, man, Um, and it was like... I had to pinch myself mid practice one time, like legit pinch myself, cause I'm with the guys that I watch on TV now. So it's like, damn man, I got to get right. And then it's right after the lockout to where they're just throwing you in. Here's the playbook, figure it out basically. And I'm just like, damn, I don't know the play. I I'm, mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm in my, my stands like I'm just gonna do what I do what I can. But it was like, uh, it was like a it was like living a dream, man. It's it's weird. Um, but I really not, never got a chance to settle in because I had, like, 10 or 11 roommates the first two months. Like, that's how many people get cut, just like that. Boom, boom, boom. Um, but I can always say this. Not too many people make the NFL, and I'm glad I did what I told myself I was going to do.
0: Yeah, that like, no one can even, even try to talk shit about that. Yeah, like, man, it's, it's a blessing, man.
1: I think I saw in a news article, so would you fight the guy? Because uh, I think it was a local paper that was covering – uh, you get in cut. It's yeah. like some dude from uh, like uh, Minnesota or something came in as the tight end. Yeah. Would you fight him?
2: Oh man. I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, as long as you don't touch me or my family. He's gonna be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And so then, so you get cut, and uh, the depression kicks in, and you, and then you say you married your wife, and she helped, like, helped you get through that. Uh, what is? It seems like I don't want to say you were a loner but like does were you a loner before that and then you had to open yourself up to like accept help because I think I always thought I had to figure it figured out. Okay. Like I didn't really need
2: anybody. Don't tell me what try to do. Um I mean but I I have thousands of friends, Yeah. right? But I don't think anybody was going through that, what I was going through. Like, none of my friends went in the NFL. None of my friends played collegiate football, started all the games kind of, like, at a high level. And uh, so it's easier to tell somebody what to do versus living it. And uh, I had to get through that battle on my own, in a sense, until I just said, you know what? I got to get out of Virginia Beach. Um, and I remember, man, having that little machine in my car and had to blow into this little uh, tube to get it started. I got—I I never forget. I, I got my DUI. I literally woke up on the side of a road my car was parked something told me to pull over i remember i was i was drunk i was drunk um and i, and I don't talk to talk to this about anybody because it's just something that it has to come up in a, in a podcast right yeah <laughs> 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 podcast uh, but a handful of people know this um but literally the road was swaying man i remember something just told me hey you need to pull over um, I never seen in my life like I'm driving straight but the road was moving <laughs> I wasn't moving the car the road was moving. I said yo so I put over on a service road um and just literally just planted myself kept the lights on the cop just woke me up brought me to jail man uh, uh yeah and uh, sleep in your car yeah, it's So messed I, up. I thought I had it right I was like, I'm just gonna pass out right here but what I did was uh I left the keys in the ignition, in the ignition. Yeah. 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 so yeah. i'm like okay i mean it all makes sense but i think i needed that do lesson. you remember what
1: you like your blood alcohol oh
2: man so long ago i don't remember yeah um, but it was i remember it was, I, We. i got after it because i mean think about it i'm going through some dark days man nobody over here just helping me like find a way through everything i've been through in regards to being the man to your phone go silent right yeah and you're back home. Your boys are still partying. That's just what they know. So why not join them and suppress my suppress my feelings by drinking, and doing my thing? And next thing you know, I'm locked up.
0: I think that's good in a way because like they were calling because they wanted something from you. Like yeah. a lot of those people wanted something from you. So to learn at an early age that like you need to make your circle tight about people who actually care. care. Yeah. Like I feel like that's a good lesson to learn when you're young. It's huge. It's huge. Um, so then uh, you meet your wife, you, you're having a baby and then the terrible news comes, uh, that she has cancer. Like, how does that, how do you help her through that? Like, how was that? Uh, how are you feeling during that time? Uh, Um, you know what?
2: Uh, that's probably the, the hardest time of my life. Um, simply because like this is how it all went down timeline less than two minutes. You get married. Over seventy five people come out to Dominican Republic, have a good time. You get married. Two months later, you, I mean, I literally did everything I was supposed to do, and then we get pre- we get pregnant. She gets pregnant. Um, two months later, and roughly, two, yeah. I know, <laughs> and then two weeks later, we find out she had cancer. And then from that day forward, man, it was just like golly uh from watching her hair fall out in the bed and she go to the bathroom I try to pull it before she gets back just remove it to watching her nails go black her tongue start going discolored uh her hair falling out all the it was crazy She just she just shared her story um and it's just powerful how she was able to UNC hospital never seen a case like it she had Hodgkin's lymphoma while she was pregnant and uh, they literally gave her nine rounds of chemo. And I just try to stay with her every single day, man. I remember uh, when you work in corporate America, they give you this thing called FMLA, family medical leave assistance. Basically, like, we want to support you, but we can't pay you. So that's another instance like, damn, so what if happens? it happens to me? I can't even support my family. I'm not going to get paid. Um and, but well, what I realized, man, is that uh, your mindset means a lot when you're going through those dark times because uh, it can take you down a dangerous road if your mind's not right. And I always – one of my shirts hanging up actually is it's called Get Your Mind Right because um, I think if you got your mind – and you hear the common cliche, mind over matter, right, that your mind is such a powerful tool, tool, but I think so many people tiptoe with it. They don't really dive into how powerful the mind is, and that's one of the things I've done going through those tough times, man, is just trying to stay strong. Uh, from a mindset, um, and I always continuously keep kept working out. And then just being there for her, and we got support from um, so many people within the community because we were open about it. And, uh, I mean, we raised over $20,000 on a GoFundMe back when it was – back when you you can't just put up a GoFundMe for, hey, I want to go on a trip, right? Yeah. This is back when it first started. Yeah. So I was like, damn, we really just got – and then uh, ended up being, man, we only had to pay like $1,200 for medical expenses, and it was over 600 Six grand. I mean, six hundred, six figures.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, for nine
2: yeah. rounds of chemo, and we were blessed and grateful to get that much support. They started like a meal train. They delivered meals every Monday, Wednesday, Friday—home cooked meals—and uh, and that's why I serve the community at the level I do now because I understand how big it is.
0: Yeah, it takes a it takes a village. Because I I saw a video of you thanking. Uh, I forgot what hospital organization it was, but they brought meals. And, yeah. Um, something way or uh, something that you were a part of. Yeah. Um, so did that teach you how strong a community is?
2: Man, community is everything. And I think uh, a lot of gyms, they need to worry about more about impact over the income. Because um, when you when you help this many people, man, I, I mean, this. I guess this might just be my story or you might hear it elsewhere. But if you just help one person, right, and you just dive in and help one person, generally – care about that person you just help them I'm literally changing people's lives in here man the universe whatever you believe in will bless you tenfold whether it's now or ten years from now just help as many
0: people as you can and let the universe take care of the rest yeah just be a good person yeah work hard and be a nice person so let's talk about let's let's. I think we're at like find a way fitness now yeah Uh, let's talk about where the idea came from I mean we know it came from always finding a way but um, when did you first know that you were going to start this
2: uh, in regards to a gym, man, uh, when I was training at the previous my previous place of employment, uh, probably about the second year, I was like, man, I can do this on my own. I don't even really need to be part of a franchise. But I didn't know the necessary steps, so that's when I switched from being a just a trainer to how would I run this as a business owner in my second year and my the owner of it. She was um she lived in Charlotte, so she was away anyway. So I kind of ran it like it was mine. So now by the time we open up here, um, I've already went through the mental reps. I I can train my ass off. I don't know if I can curse on here or not.
0: Oh, you can. Uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. I've been training my ass off. So the training is the easy part. Um, It's just the logistics of owning and running a business, having an operations uh, manager, having a staff, right? Making sure. We just had the HVAC guy leave, check check our roof. We're supposed to have... uh, two up there we have three like where the actual one come from like small <laughs> stuff like this like like the outlets not matching the paint like it's is like so much but uh, when you have somebody that's invested in it with you aka my wife um it, it it takes some load off my plate so i can focus on training she can focus on operations and it's just a it's just a match made in heaven um and now she fights with me like i fought for her okay
0: it, it seems like the blessing of your previous employer yeah Is that you got to learn all the steps to run a gym on someone else's dime? Yeah, basically, (laughs) and
2: and even with uh, the owner, just learning everything not to do when you, you, especially if you work, if you're a remote owner. Um, And I just learned just through her, man. And I just literally hired within uh, all the people I've trained or some of my staff. Um, all the people that I'm training with I've trained with them before so it's just I got a huge network and I just kind of that matrix is uh what's the mission impossible when he has the uh, screen and he's moving it like this and it's just like a big web and I'm just connecting I'm just the connector um so when I have any events in the community there's always a lot of people because I've connected so many people throughout the community it's incredible it's incredible
0: that's uh dude i'm i'm so happy like just uh just as i was wild, I was like okay Kev, i see what you're doing here I, <laughs> it's crazy i, I man. see i i see how it uh it feels can you describe how uh it feels to change people's lives like just the internal um so the first time somebody tell, told me uh, i was
2: about two or three years ago and they were just telling me uh they just told me straight up, Kevin, you changed my life. I was going through a divorce or I was going through domestic violence or I was going through a disease or I was going through um, not eating, right? The relationship was food and the rest. So, like, Kevin, you just gave me a hope because um, I share my story. The whole, my, everybody knows my story because I've been vulnerable because I've always been trying to be transparent because um, I've seen how many people has helped and I want to see how many more people I can help moving forward. And when somebody says, somebody looks in your eyes and says, "Kevin, you just changed my life," and just starts crying, it's a different ball game versus just doing surface-level stuff. Um, and, and I always call it deep-sea diving with my members. I do these things called mindset meetings, to where we sometimes we talk about numbers in regards to body composition. Sometimes we just talk about life, right? Um, and I think that's what um, as in a, as a trainer, I think we shouldn't be so focused on the number on the scale. We should be focused on what's going on in your mind. And then you can start tapping into a lot of different things once you figure out the root of the cause and the issues. And um, I'm going to keep doing this. I can do this literally for the rest of my life and be okay.
0: Oh, (laughs) Um, So how does someone change their mindset? Let's say we we got a little mistake around here. Uh, Things aren't going well. How do they start having accountability? And uh, change their mindset.
2: Yeah. So what I, what I always do is I always offer of 14 days free. Come in my gym, check it out, see the community, see how I train, meet me, meet my staff. Uh, I give them an experience versus just coming to any other gym. Um, and in regards to mindset, that's why I do these mindset meetings because a lot of people, whether they're 20 or they're 40 or they're 60, right? Um, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It's always something's gonna happen. It, I mean, the good with the bad, evil with the evil with the good um but what i what i've taught my members specifically is just to have that bulletproof mindset like it doesn't matter what happens as long as you're still breathing you got a chance as long as you got a pulse you got a chance and like i was telling you some of the most successful people have to find a way through their homelessness through their disease through their divorce through whatever life throws at them um you got to take it one day at a time because we're all going through something I don't know what it is. We're all going through something, and we're all essentially finding a way. And uh, if you come to this workout, you're going to get a great workout. You're going to feel awesome afterwards, and it's going to change your mindset to think, like, damn, I really can do this three to four times a week. I really can start eating a little bit healthier. I really can, and I always give them big picture to where one day your grandkids are going to look at you and say, mama or papa, come chase me. You want to make sure these upfront investments, you're able to chase them on the back end.
0: Exactly. It's not just going to happen. Like, if you haven't yeah. ran in yeah. like 20 years. Yeah. So. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Like I'm going to go play outside with my kids. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You
2: know? No. And it's, and, it, and, it, and it's so real. And, and, and I, I didn't. I don't think I told you this, but I used to recruit cardiologists um, back when I did the Halloween. I just came up and quit. High stressful job. And it's funny how everything came full circle because I literally staffed over three hundred uh, cardiologists throughout the United States, and cardiologists saves your heart before you die. So now, come full circle, I'm preventing people from going to the cardiologist. Man. Isn't that crazy? Like, um, and it's just it's just crazy how life works sometimes. And I'm excited to see what's next. How does one
0: find their forte? You
2: know what? I've always been like. I think sometimes. And that's when I got big on personal development. Like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Like, everybody has their own gift. And uh, it's hard because I got friends that are awesome accountants, but they hate it. Right? I got friends that are lawyers and help people get out of the justice system, but they don't enjoy it. Right? I got people that own restaurants but they hate the food they serve. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> right? it's yeah. weird, yeah. but it's you... real. Um, and, 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 I, and I wish I had an answer the quick fix to, hey, go over here. I would say fail as many times as you can, and you'll figure out what you like and what you don't like.
0: I agree with that. Uh, I've been in that position. I almost was an accountant. <laughs> I got my accounting degree. Uh, but I remember during career day, the guy comes in, and he's like he seems stressed and he comes in and he's like look uh, you're not going to like your job uh-huh. <laughs> that's what he says during like the career day you're not going to like your job but you'll make a lot of money but you'll hate your life yeah, like you'll hate you'll hate yeah. working there you'll work 70 hour weeks during I accounting live. season and you won't see your wife and kids. And then, like, we have the partner, like, everybody wants to try to be partner. I was like, all right, well, maybe, like, after 20 years, I become partner, like, things will change. It's like, well, once you become partner, like, you really don't see your family you know? at <laughs> all <laughs> because you're responsible for, for the, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, for a lot of money. Like, so you're just always going to be out and, but you'll be making a half a million, but you will never see yeah, anybody. That's and not like, the way I want to make mine. <laughs> I was like, nope. Yeah,
2: that's, that's crazy. Um, but I think society puts those, those, um, it makes it normal for, hey, be a lawyer, be a doctor. Um, but, I mean, I've, 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 I've hired and fired doctors. I've worked with lawyers. Um, I got best friends that are accountants. And it's so funny that money is, is not, does not mean happiness, man. I know NFL guys right now that have all the money in the world, but their marriage is piss poor, right? I know all kind of different situations. And uh, i tell you what, find out what makes you happy and double down.
0: I agree with that. Eat. As long as it isn't like Skittles or something, like <laughs> you can't you can't get behind that as a person. trainer. like facts. Like triple down on Skittles if you enjoy them. The red ones are the best.
2: That's arguable.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. what, what's yours? You know what? I was thinking Starburst. Okay, yeah, Starburst.
2: The, the yeah. red Starburst. Oh, yeah. red Starburst. Yeah, yeah, yeah is red the Starburst best. RV, RV, yeah. The red Starburst are
0: the best. You're right. Uh, definitely. I'd say
1: booze. Don't 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 jump into booze even if it makes you happy blues or booze booze okay big difference alcohol yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. he's speaking
0: from experience don't jump into booze (laughs) it's not good I cut that out I agree with Um, that like I said you're a quote guy so I just asked you about find your forte Uh, we touched on never miss a Monday Uh, you also say purpose is an incredible alarm clock
1: oh
2: that's deep that's deep Uh, I mean and it goes along with the jobs we were talking about uh I literally wake up on purpose, for a purpose. Everything's on purpose. Everything is intentional what I do now. Because um, when you're living in your purpose, man, and you want to nap, but my boys want to do a podcast, you're going to stay off of that podcast. Yeah. Because I know... Even though I do this podcast when I should be napping, it's going to serve not only you guys, but it's going to give me content, right? Not only it's going to serve you guys, but it's going to help me grow, right? So it's kind of like, yeah, I could have took a nap, but that's boring. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens, right? Um, So I'm grateful for you guys, and you guys even came to the gym to do a podcast. Something as simple as this. Like, you just never know. And, I, and it goes along with you just got to plant as many seeds as you can. Just keep playing. Keep playing. You never know when that call is coming or somebody DMs you or emails you and it just changes your whole life. How do you deal with burnout? Um, I think burnout goes, coincides with not living out your purpose. Because I, I, I don't know how I would burn out from changing lives unless my legs just fall off. Um, but I feel like if you, if you love it 100%, like, It's like a marriage. I'm not going to... Unless you want to burn out from your wife, you got to get a divorce, right? (laughs) And if you want to burn out from your job, you got to switch jobs. So for me, man, and I'm only speaking from experience, like it'll be hard for me to burn out. I always thought I was going to be a professional NFL player and I'm good. I'm off to the yellow brick road. (laughs) But life threw me curveballs and and it forced me, it kind of forced me and guided me into what I love to do. So, I mean, I'm not sure how young you guys are, but even so, man, I mean... You always see these quotes and these memes of uh, Steve Jobs did this at 19 and then he waited till he was 30, and now 38 and 40. That's when he became a millionaire. Whatever it is, we're uh, we're we're young. We're respectively speaking, we're young, unless you're just pushing 70, 80, 90, yeah. right? I feel like up till 60, you're young. And the reason why I say that, because I train sixty-three-year-olds in here every morning at seven-thirty a.m. and my workouts aren't easy. But all I do is give them modification. I don't know if I'm veering from the question, but um, it, 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 it's it's so real to see like people do things that they didn't think they can do, um, and that's when you start shifting the mindset of a lot of people.
0: Um, I agree with you uh, so much so because like I feel like I'm just tapping into that mindset a bit um we just started our youtube channel oh, okay and uh it's, it's starting to do well and i find myself like well i was gonna go to sleep but i want to work on this video yeah. or uh, i was gonna go to sleep but i want to work on this joke some more and yeah. it's like it's like it doesn't feel like work and you're energized like i wake up i'm like all right i want to get to work i want to do something yeah. creative and it doesn't feel like work any longer so like Little mistakes like, find that thing, because it, it just won't feel it, like work. It, it, it really doesn't, man. Thing.
2: Like, even on Christmas morning, this is, and you can look at my, uh, my my business page. On Christmas morning, I'll never forget, it was one of my most responded videos I ever posted on my business page. And I just put a Santa hat on, went outside, and I said, hey, I'm trying to give away 30 day, 31 days for 31 people for $31, right? And it was just a random video I did. And it had, like, crazy impressions and if you don't know what impressions are there's just the analytics on Instagram, Facebook and all that fun stuff uh, but but I wasn't working it was just like let's put this Santa hat on it's your gym so you can say what you want to say and I just ran a quick promo and next thing you know we had over 189 people sign up for the promo Oh, like,
1: that's huge it's weird man it's it's a weird thing of a a lot of times those spur of the moment uh, videos or that spur of the moment content does so much better than like the, the thing plan. you you, you <laughs> toil over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
2: methodically planned out. I'm going to do this, and this is going to respond this way. And that's real. Like just 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 be you. Be real. Be honest. Be transparent. And just be yourself, man. People. So many people try to put up a facade, uh, especially with social media, man. I meet so I, I have sometimes I have people that travel in throughout the gym, and they come from, like different states, might be visiting, and on Instagram they're like fit fit mom or fit whatever fit um you see the videos they got nice pictures but when they put them through a 45 minute workout they're dying i'm like what are you doing <laughs> for your workouts
1: um, i'm about to in the next like month or two i'm getting uh, yoga pants and like That's spaghetti weird. strap stuff and i'm gonna be like an influence i'm, like, I'm <laughs> a parody <pretty, laughs> those like Every girls who time. like selling a diet plan but they're on a roller coaster for some reason yeah, like
2: yeah you see it all the time <laughs> it's weird but it works
1: it works, yeah, it works. It
2: <laughs> so it's like okay. I can't say so
0: much because yeah. that's that's their hustle. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think we talked about it where you said authenticity with your shirt off is key because it sets the realistic. Oh, you already have that conversation. Which one
1: about how you? Uh, you're gonna be the shirtless comedian.
0: Oh well, I didn't say that one. Oh, okay, <laughs> my bad. But I, I do plan on getting uh, all the way back in shape, so I could just do sets with my shirt off for no, me, no reason. Let's just do it. It's like, <laughs> why you got your shirt on? I, I don't no. know. Huh? <laughs> um, question, because I've always wondered this. Uh, trainers that do group work, uh, group workouts. Uh, since you're doing so many during during a day, d- can you do the workouts over and over and over again yourself, or do, like do you like jump in for like one set just to show off?
2: No, I don't, and it's not about showing off. It's about showing people I'm teaching you something I've done from experience. I'm okay. not just going to throw you into an exercise I've never done before. Yeah. Um, but I find ways to stay engaged, yeah. right? And I and I and I got probably over 300 members. I probably know 301 by first name, and that's real. That's real facts. So I get in, in tune with who these people are, why they come to my gym, why at this why are they at this point in their lives. Um, so I'm able to push somebody for 15 seconds, but yell to the other class about hey, we got 30 more seconds. Let's keep rolling. Uh, but then I can like start joking around with other people. So like, there's so many different personalities. Um, I can get after it with some classes. So once you train people and you get into a rhythm, it's like, for me, uh, I always find ways to stay engaged, entertaining, keep them laughing, keep them energized. Uh, like my work, all my workouts are like high energy because you don't get a second chance on a first impression. So I'm always, always doubling down on people's first names, knowing who they are. Um, and, and it's been massively impactful in the my community and Wake Forest and North Raleigh.
0: Okay. Um, so one thing I want to, this was, you posted this 68 weeks ago Yeah, and I want you to comment on it, uh, since it was so far away, um, find a way came from all the times life smacked me in the face and I had to essentially find a way through it. I relay this message to my clients every day, not pushing them through an intense workout, but life in general, no dad growing up, entering fatherhood at 18, uh, losing all grandparents in college depression after getting cut by the NFL, being broke trying to figure it out post-football, wife battling cancer with our first child in her stomach, uh, quitting corporate America, taking a leap of faith, serving over 520 women, being their leader, both emotionally and physically. And the list can go on, but we must find a way. Uh, What were you thinking at the time of that post?
2: Um at that time man you just see so many people going through so many battles especially for me um boot Bootcamp it wasn't all women's boutique gym um so and I used to meet with a lot of them I mean it was just so much in regards to the emotional aspect versus the physical training um and just keep in mind I got to keep emotional space for my wife right I got to keep emotional space for my kids I got to keep emotional space for myself right um uh, And I'm always trying to motivate throughout my Instagram stories. I'm always trying to speak life and spread love. Um, So I think 68 weeks ago, I was just like recalibrating. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And I just reversed it and said, okay, let me show other people, hey, I'm going through this. I'm going through some ish too. Um, But I'm finding a way. So let me list what I've been through, at least 1% of it share mine and i probably got the most dms from that post alone that's why i put it that's the only story i highlighted on my personal page i'm like damn that really resonated with a lot of people um and we all got something man i told you guys before we all got something we're going through whether it's public or private uh you got to find a way through that shit and i say that with a a shit because it's real (laughs) exactly it's real bro
0: um so it seems like we're, we're ready for the final uh countdown as we like to call Final it <laughs> uh, um we have our guests giving a, a motivational speech awesome. uh, you kind of gave it but we want you to look in that camera right there and uh give a motivational speech to maybe middle schoolers maybe young kev uh, I don't know if you ever went by Kev, but I, uh-huh. I like Young KG, Kev. KG, okay. yeah. Young KG. <laughs> young KG. <K-Gizzle. laughs> uh, um, whoever needs to hear it, just give them a motivational speech looking at that camera.
2: Yeah, so if it's a, uh, I, I've spoke with kids, I've spoke with adults, I spoke with older people, I spoke with younger people. I want you guys to know that uh, in this game of life, um, there's, there's five words that you must harness, or at least for me, that I can share with you that's got me to the level I'm at. The first word is going to be D is for dedication. Whatever you're doing in life, dedicate to your craft, dedicate your time, right? When you're sleepy, dedicate yourself to finding a way to get up and take care of business. First word is dedication. The second word is be real. So real, R-E-A-L, be real with yourself. Be real with your goals. Be real with your time. Be real with your relationships. Cut out as many fake people as you can because they're out there. You just gotta get through them, and once you figure out who it is, you gotta be real with yourself and let them go. Not all relationships are healthy relationships. So, dedication, be real, e energy with your vibe. Like your vibe attracts your tribe. Seriously, if you hang around three broke broke people, you're gonna be the fourth, right? Um, your energy has to be on point. There's gonna be days where you wake up and you don't. You, can, you might just have it, but your energy can take you to a whole nother space. I promise you fourth word attitude your attitude determines your altitude right and going and that plays along with your energy so when you wake up what's the first two things you do right the first two things i do is i say i'm thankful and i'm grateful because i got another chance to breathe i got another chance to serve my community i got another chance to be with my family just in general i'm only 32 i got friends that are gone they're already gone like their book is open and it's closed so you only get well i don't know what your book's gonna be but make sure your attitude is right because you just never know never know what can happen your whole life can change so dedication responsibility e- energy attitude the last word is motivation that's why he wanted me to do his motivational speaking with uh, well, this is little quick segment because motivation it can only take you so far like i know this motivational this motivational little clip is going to only take people so far so with this motivation you want to keep finding a way to keep self-motivated okay he's going to have to f- attach it to a why whatever your why is i'm not sure what it is but attach yourself to that why you're doing what you're doing every single day, versus just aimlessly going through things. Because best believe, there are people dead right now that we haven't, we just haven't buried them yet. We just haven't buried them. They don't have no vision. You gotta stay motivated somehow. Because everybody has a gift, and we got to give it out to the world. Um, so with those five words, those are the five
0: words I stick to:
2: dedication, real energy, attitude, and motivation. It spells the word dream, and I think everybody
0: should be dreaming big. Boy, I didn't even catch what you were spelling there. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so I got—I accidentally turned down my mic. Trying to turn down your—I <laughs> <laughs> got a little hype. Oh, no, I'll tell, it's all you, good. <laughs>
1: tell you my why, man. I just—I gained six pounds and I found a gray hair. I'm about to join your gym. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Uh, my why came recently because we started recording ourselves more, and I was like. You're looking a little chunky there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll tell you, 80% of it is nutrition, man. Yeah. You got to deprogram from everything you love and try to start finding ways to get like the healthy stuff. So one trick you can do is download Yelp whether you're interested or not but yelp juice bar and just find out where the juice bars are in your area where you live okay. and that'll give you at least a chance to get, have an option I'm, I'm
1: trying to be yelp elite Yelp elite. See, I,
0: I wish it was the other way i wish it was 80 percent in the gym and then like 20 percent nutrition <laughs> it'd be so everybody much better everybody be fit <laughs> oh man the yeah there's just so many good foods out
2: there no you're right man you <laughs> gotta find the good ones that are a little bit healthy do you have a cheat day I do, man. I have a cheat day. Uh, so what, it, what do you it, like on your cheat day? Oh, my God. So burgers, uh, pizza, fries. Yeah. I, I mean, I go after it. But here's the difference. I have a cheat meal, not a cheat day. It's I a big you. difference. I pick Saturday or Sunday, not Saturday and Sunday. Big difference. Yeah. Um, and I just try to monitor sugar, alcohol, and carbs. Uh, yeah, I was—I forgot what video
0: I was watching, but it was like people will have cheat weeks. It's like you can't have a cheat. Week. I got a cheat
1: life. Yeah. Just...
0: <laughs> you gotta have like a yeah, like a cheat
2: meal. Enjoy your favorite food in moderation. Yeah, it really is moderation because I—I mean, I've seen people. I've had clients pass away, man, just not taking care of their health, man. It's real. Like we can laugh now, um, but your family be crying later. And I ain't even trying to get too deep, but. Nutri- I call it nutritional warf- warfare. It's really nutritional warfare. That's why you can go out here and buy 36 hamburgers for a dollar. But you go here and buy, try to buy a salad, at $7.99, right? It, they, they understand what it takes from the marketing all the way down till it gets on the shelves and the, how to preserve it, how to put the right chemicals together, how to keep them addicted, right? It's real. It's really real.
1: And if you realize that people aren't addicted to the actual food, they're addicted to the sugar and the chemicals in the food. Yeah. Working on a a stand up bit right now, it's gonna be my first like educational, like kind of political because I don't really do like serious stuff, yeah. yeah. But uh, the alcohol ads in this country, yeah, it's it's by far the number one most spent money in advertising, it's like over two billion dollars a year, right? And they're just like, it's terrible, it's terrible, it's nefarious, I think it's evil. Dairy, same thing with the dairy, yeah, dairy products. Uh, Dairy causes mucus
2: in the body, which in turn causes cancer. So if you ever heard of Dr. Sebi, he teaches a lot about dairy in the body and what it does. We're we're being taught to drink the milk from a cow. Think about this. like If you would do that, won't you go to the cow, milk it from yourself, and bring it to home and see the pus and all the stuff that's in it, that they clean it for you before they give it to you. And uh, if you're still drinking whole milk, good luck. (laughs)
0: <laughs> enjoy <laughs> enjoy <laughs> it, it's it's just weird it, it's weird how much bad stuff is out there it it's, is man. like yeah. nutritional wise um, it's hard to avoid but I, I, like you, you got to because one of the things that I, I I have started doing is like you said that as well like think about things generationally yeah. um, so I do that with you know why I also quit a corporate job I saved uh, up a bunch of money and quit my corporate job congrats. I paid off my student loans and I was like alright I'm out of here congrats um, and I'm trying to do my own thing with web development, but it was more of do at 70. What am I going to give my future M- Maximus McNeil Jr.? Maximus, <laughs> Maximus. Yeah, just say Maximus. Maximus. I, li- I like the double M's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, but what, are, like, what am I going to pass out? Like, what is the greatest gift I can give him? And I think part of it is going through the experience of starting my own thing mm. so I can not just say, Hey, go out there and start your own thing, but I've done it. I, yeah.
2: that just gave me chills. Man. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: you know why my son literally he's at the gym every day.
2: Yeah. Um, we only taking a daycare just to give my wife a break, but just to foresee him to see it from day one and to see what we're about to do with this gym. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about franchising down the down the road within a year or two years. Um, but it's for him to see it. I, don't, I can't, I can only tell him how to be a a boss, yeah, if you want to be real, how to be a boss and own your future versus going to somebody else's job and help them build their future, so then he can teach his kid and my grandkid how to build their future, and then the generational shift happens
0: exactly and and that's what I want to be responsible for, uh and that's kind of what I think about with health too It's like i don't it's one thing if you know I get shot walking down the street, I get yeah. in a car accident yeah. fine, but if it like 50, I'm out of here because I wasn't eating correctly. Like yeah. I just can't look at my kid and be like, yo, I, you, your dad couldn't your dad couldn't stay away from McDonald's. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Sorry. <right>. My bad. <laughs> Them double cheeseburgers, <laughs> delicious. Go <ahead. laughs> Them golden arches. <laughs> yes, They're taking
2: people left and right, man. I know you probably you guys probably seen the video of they put the sandwich, the fries, and they left it for like, I don't know how many oh, years. And it was still okay. Like yeah. I could legit come home drunk one night and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, legit eat it. Put it in the microwave, eat it. But it never, it never, it never dissolved. It just never caught fungus or didn't mold or anything. I'm like, these people are eating these things. So it doesn't, what happens is it doesn't affect them the week of, the week by a year. It could take a month. It happens when we're in our late 30s, 40s, 50s, when your body's like, all right, I give up. You're not going to help me. So I'm just going to call it. That's
1: why I respect Taco Bell because they, are up front. You eat Taco Bell, it affects you that day. <laughs> that day. You're going to the toilet. Day. That day. Uh,
0: uh, there's a comedian who has a bit about that where he's he's talking from the perspective of his body and he's like, you want me to fuel you and you just put powdered donuts in me. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Um, I'm going to use that. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, I I, I think it's so funny that we, we know, right? And that's another thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, is it worse to not know But it's if you're doing something bad, right? But we know yeah. that these things are bad. So yeah. it's like we're making a decision at we that, that point. We are a
1: species who smokes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a smoker. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Why do I do it? Yeah. Why?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the nicotine at this point. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do you want to leave the people with? Like give them your like, uh, social media information, what you got coming yeah, up. Yeah.
2: So find a way at find a way fitness on Instagram. Uh, my personal page, if you want to follow my personal page is K 45 G I D R E Y, uh, 45 K yeah, <laughs> Um, other than that, I mean, you, you, you'll be able to find us in the show notes. I'm not sure what they're going to put in the show notes, but more importantly, I want to just Um, deploy people to go after whatever they believe they, they can get seriously. Like six months ago, I had no job trying to figure it out again. My wife, we, she, um, she's a travel consultant, right? But she doesn't make money. I was a breadwinner making, I I literally retired my wife from teaching after eight years. And then I got fired. Like, it's like, damn, that was, that was odd, odd event. Um, But I just want people to know, like life is going to smack you in the face. Like, I don't know if it's one time, three times or 10 times, But you must continue to find a way because I don't know who's counting on you. I don't know who's counting on you. Max, baby Maximus. I don't know who it is, (laughs) right? Um, But just make sure you show up and uh, you find a way to get through your stuff so that way you can show them the path behind and inspire somebody else. That's all I'm trying to do is inspire
1: other people to go after whatever they believe. All right. Drew Gleason? Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Andrew NC. Follow Humor and Mistakes on Instagram, Humor and Mistakes podcast, like us on Facebook, Find us on iTunes. Leave a review. I now respect
0: what you do as an audio guy because I'm like trying to adjust as people come in hot, like <laughs> trying to turn down their mics and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's what Andrew's always over there doing. That's funny. So
1: yes, it's all good.
0: Yeah. It's all good. Uh, you can follow me at I on all platforms. Remember, people make mistakes, but it's okay. And we out. Thanks, Kev. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening to the podcast all the way through. If you've enjoyed this, please like and subscribe or just let us know what we can do to improve your listening experience. Thank you, little mistakers.